Welcome to Family Business Today, where we feature prominent local and national family business owners. We also talk to top family business experts to discuss relevant topics, including communications, business culture, family relationships, succession and estate planning values, as well as conflict resolution. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is Rocky Lavani. Rocky serves as Chief Profitability Officer for Business Owners. He teaches them how to ensure they get paid and they make a profit a priority. As a certified profit-first professional, he implements Mike Michaelwitz's profit-first system. We change the accounting formula of sales minus expenses equal profit to sales minus profit equal expenses. This ensures profits come first. Rocky started with nothing when his parents immigrated to the United States when he was two years old, and his parents were in their 40s. It was his parents' second time starting over in life as they moved here to experience the American dream. In spite of a lot of struggles and his mom dying when Rocky was seven, he has been able to achieve financial and life success. Rocky loves to share his journey and inspire others to achieve their dreams even faster. Well, good morning, Rocky. Hello, Greg. Great to join you today. Well, I am so glad that you could join me this morning for this edition of Family Business Today. I've been looking forward to our interview to learn more about uh, Profit First, this transforming your business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. So let's get started. Most accountants or financial professionals will give you this equation, sales minus expenses equals profit. But you tell business owners that when profit comes first in your business, your equation looks like this instead. Sales minus profit equals expenses. Could you explain the difference? Sure. Both of those equations produce the exact same results, but they change the way that you look at things. So most business owners are constantly spending, 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 because we're constantly told you got to spend money to make money. But when you look at that equation, sales minus expenses equals profit, where's profit? It's at the end. It's a leftover. And this is why so many business owners struggle with their business and they wonder why they're working so hard and they've got all this revenue. But at the end of the day, there's nothing left. When we change the equation to sales minus profit equals expenses, we take our profit first off the top. Your business plan said you were supposed to be profitable. We'll take that profit and remove it. And then what you're left with is expenses. And so then you're more mindful of how much you're spending and what you're spending on. Because we entrepreneurs, we love shiny objects. We love our ego. We love vanity. And we spend too much at the end of the day. And so this little shift is designed to help you focus on cutting expenses and always being profitable. Well, that's good. I mean, we're for-profit organizations, so we should be focusing on profit. But you know, uh, uh, this 2020 has been a crazy year, and we've been having an awful lot of uh, challenges for small businesses uh, being profitable. And in fact, a lot of small business owners that I've been talking to have been living check to check and panic to panic. So you talk about the survival trap that may be engulfing many of our small business listeners today due to the coronavirus pandemic. 
and how thinking profit first can overcome many of these challenges. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So basically what happens is, and I was really shocked to learn this because it, it blew my mind. I assumed that most business owners were looking at their financial reports, their P&Ls and their balance sheets, and they understood the business of business. But what I found out is most business owners are doing what they love and they're not accountants. So they're not looking at these reports. They don't like looking at these reports and they don't even understand what the reports say. What most business owners do is they look at their bank balance and they ask themselves a question. Do I have money? Do I not have money? And if they don't have money, then what do they do? They go out and they sell, 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 which is wonderful. And when they see they have money, what they end up doing is they spend and they spend without thinking, which goes back to what we talked about before. We're always taught you have to spend money to make money. And I kind of challenge that. You don't necessarily have to spend money to make money or you can spend your money wiser to make money. So that's that's what lives that check to check panic is that they're constantly looking at their bank account and making decisions based on that. And I can't tell you how many businesses I've seen who have unprofitable sales or who in the need to bring in cash flow this week will discount something, not realizing their discount is putting them below cost. And if you do that, even though you've got cash coming in, you're never going to get off that hamster wheel because you're constantly having to sell to bring in revenue, but your revenue's not covering your expenses. And, and this happens more often than you can think. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I've heard the story many times about... Uh, a guy selling watermelons for a dollar, uh, and he goes uh, goes and uh, buys him a new truck so that it can increase his volume. Only problem is he's buying them for a dollar and selling them for a dollar dollar, so he's increasing his uh, capacity by buying another truck. So uh, yeah, I get to what you're saying. <laughs> so um, I, 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 you know, it's Christmas and holidays, and we're all eating an awful lot, and so. I know my wife and I are talking about uh, having smaller plates on the table uh, for servings to help us with weight loss. But you you say that we can start by using smaller plates to start a chain reaction uh, in our business and towards making profits. So what are the four core principles of Profit First? So the four core principles that come up here, and you kind of started to hint on them, is to use a smaller plate. So as we talked about before, most business owners are looking at their bank account. They see a bunch of money in there. They spend, spend, spend. But it's deceptive. And so what we came up with in the book and what Mike talks about is by showing you less money, you'll spend less. And, and this comes back to Parkinson's law. So Parkinson's law basically says we will use up all of a resource that's allocated to it. So if you come to me and you say, hey, I've got a project, the question usually is, well, what's your budget? And if I say $100,000, you'll spend $100,000. But if I come to you and say my budget is $10,000, well, then you'll spend $10,000. And the same thing that happens with a report. If I come to you and say I have a report due, how long do I have? I have three weeks. You'll take three weeks. 
But if I tell you I need the report in three hours, you'll find a way to get it done in three hours. And the, the reason that we can do this is the Pareto principle. And, and I'm sure you've heard of the 80-20 rule, which is 20% of our efforts get us 80% of the results. Hmm. The problem is we waste the other 80% of time because we can. And we humans are lazy. It's, I'll admit it. <laughs> so what we're trying to do here is by what what Mike suggests to do is to to use smaller plates figuratively. So have you heard of the, the envelope system? I know Dave Ramsey oh, talks yes. a lot. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So it's the same thing in our business. Let's give every dollar a job and let's put it in its place. So what Mike talks about is having multiple bank accounts. So the first bank account's profit. So you take your you have your profit account. The second account is owner's pay. Because what happens is most business owners put themselves last. They pay everybody else before they pay themselves. And the reality is you should pay yourself first. Build your foundation so that you can carry the load for everybody else. The next account is the tax account. Because come tax time, all these business owners freak out when they get their tax bill and then they get back into that hamster wheel of panic to panic and trying to sell something to cover the tax bill. And then the last one is your operating expenses. So if you think of each of these accounts as a small plate, we put money into each account based on an allocation. We pay ourselves first. We put profit first. We set aside money for taxes. And then what's left is what we can spend from. So when you look at your operating expense account, there's less money in there, which forces you to spend less. So it's it's using that small plate analogy. And the set, so that's principle one. Principle two is by paying yourself first, by taking profit first, you're serving yourself sequentially, right? So if you sit down to a big meal and you eat the, the good parts first, as far as the tastiness, then you probably never get to your vegetables because you get full. But if you eat your vegetables first, you know you'll do the good part first, and then you can finish off whatever is left. The other thing that happens from business owners, and, and this happened to Mike a lot, is temptation. So they see these other accounts, and they steal from themselves. Well, there's no money in my operating account, so I'm going to steal from profit. No, you can't do that. And... So for those entrepreneurs that have that problem, what we suggest is hiding your profit account and your tax account in another bank that's hard to get to so that you don't steal from yourself and you remove the temptations. And then the way this whole process works, and every business is different, most businesses will sit down twice a month, They'll look at their income account and say, okay, this is how much money came in in the last 10 or 15 days. We'll create an allocation rhythm for them, and they will, they will take the money out of their income account, put a certain percentage in profit, a certain percentage in pay, a certain percentage in taxes, and then the remainder will go to their operating. And the cool thing about this is you don't need to look at financial statements. You look at your bank accounts it's simple math. You move your money around and it forces you 
to do better with your choices. And it also tells you the purpose of each dollar. So what normally happens is you look at the one big bank account, you think you have money, but you forgot to pay yourself, you forgot to be profitable, and you forgot to cover your taxes. Very good, very good. Well, you know, um, a lot of small business owners use their profits to, to reinvest in growth in their business. They may be bootstrapping or, or something like that. And so what would you say to a family business owner who may be confused by this idea of setting aside their profits instead of reinvesting in their business? Profit is not an event. It's a habit. So my question to them is, when are you going to create the habit of being profitable? It's like, you, you, you know, you're talking about losing weight. You come back to this. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I'm going to go to the gym when I lose weight. And I just laugh at them because they never lose the weight. They never get to the gym and they never start doing it. So the question is, when is your business going to be profitable? And when are you going to start taking profit from it? All the big companies, right? They have dividend checks. Every quarter they get a dividend check that they pay out to their shareholders. Why not behave like those companies? With the profit first system, every quarter you get a dividend check. You get a profit check because it's been building up in that profit account. And I know startups that do this and it works for them. And it's it's built into their habits of how they run their business. And I think for most people, they look at profit as an event that's going to happen somewhere in the future or when they finally sell their business. And as you said, you know, we're in the midst of COVID. You don't know what's going to happen. That's why it's so important to take profit out of your company and build wealth on the side so that if something does happen to your company, if something does happen to you, you have the ability to weather a storm. And we're always going to have storms. We're always mm -hmm. going to face a storm. Right. It's just life. And yet we don't prepare for it. We don't get our life preservers ready, right? Which in life, the life preserver is a big bank account full of cash. Because when you have a big bank account full of cash that you've taken out as a profit, you get the ability to say no. You have the ability to say, this customer, it's too much of a pain to deal with them. You start to make your decisions based on your values and not your uh, bank balance. Hmm. It just, it takes away all the anxiety, all the fear, all the struggles that most people face. And it makes it so much easier for them. Very good. So the profit is not an event, but a habit. So uh, one of our listeners may say, okay, Rocky, I'll try setting aside my profits first. You've already talked about hiding profits and tax accounts and everything else, but what are some first steps that you would recommend to putting profit first into motion? So in the book, Mike shows you what your targets are based on the size of your business. But that's your target. That's not where you are today. So the first thing you need to do is figure out where am I today in my business? Now, for most businesses, your profit might be zero. And that's okay. 
that you're like many businesses because profit was never put first. It was a afterthought. You know how much you get paid, right? So you know what your pay is as a percentage of your income for the year. So now you know what percent to put into your pay account. And you know what your taxes were last year. So you can grab last year's tax return, see what your taxes are. You know what percent of your sales your taxes are. So now you know the percentage for that. And what we tell people is start small and then make changes. So for your profit account, if if you are profitable, congrats. You know what your po- profit percentage is. Use that number. If you don't or you're not profitable, just start with 1%. And then whatever's left goes into your operating account. So basically, we sit down twice a month. You look at how much money is in your income account. And then you move those percentages into those other accounts. And that's how we get the system started, then you can look in the book and see what the allocation should be for you. And every quarter, we just tell people to up it a little bit. So three months from now, if your profit was 1%, we can make it 2%. If you're underpaying yourself, well, let's add another 1% or 2% to your pay. Where does this money come from? It comes out of your expenses. So now we start cutting expenses. And so for many businesses, when I look at their expenses, there are needs and wants, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's a lot of ego money in there. And then there's stuff that you, you started buying and paying for that you don't even use anymore or that you're not using as much as you thought of. So what I tell people to go through is, is take, take your last month or two or three of your bank statements and your credit card statements. And start going down every single expense and ask yourself, Does this, is this necessary for the business? If it's not necessary, stop spending. If it's something that you use and you need in your business, evaluate whether you're getting the full reward. So, so many software services today, you know, there's three or four or five tiers. And a lot of people are at a top tier or an upper tier but they're only using the features of the the bottom tier or the second tier. Well, go in there and cut those expenses and and go down every line item and do that. When I look at most businesses, most businesses can cut 10% of expenses without blinking an eye because they're usually wasting money. And so that's the biggest thing I tell people is, is go through and look at your spending and figure out where can I cut my spending. And certainly at a time like this, that's a good, good thing to do. Well, you've 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 talked about a lot of things here that uh, 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 business owners can get started. But so let's just say that um, uh, a business owner has really gotten into this profit first uh, uh, lifestyles. So t- tell us what will a profit st- uh, first lifestyle look like? So let me give you some success stories of a couple different yeah, people. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so Mike was Mike's in the recruiting business. He had a phenomenal year this year, or whenever this this story took place, mm-hmm. and his business went through the roof. Now most people realize that your accountant set up your quarterly tax payments based on last year. 
So Mike goes through the year and he's making his quarterly tax payments based on the last year, even though his business has exploded. Tax time comes and the tax lady is scared to call him because no CPA wants to call their their client and say, hey, you owe a lot in taxes because they know they're the one who's going to get yelled at. And she finally makes the call and she's like, I've been dreading this call. You owe a lot in taxes. And he says, well, how much? And she was like, it's almost six figures. And he said to her, no problem. I'll drop off checks tomorrow. And she's like, in the 20 years of doing this, nobody has ever said that to me. There was there was no panic, no fear, no screaming, no freak out. Right. Right. And Mike said to me, he goes, I had even more money in the tax account because he was making his allocations all year. The money was getting saved for taxes. And so he was ready. Most of my guys who use profit first, what they say to me is we hate paying taxes. But we know when tax time comes, we're ready for it. We're okay with it because we know we have the money there and we can handle it. So they sleep at night. That you know, mm. it's it's good from that standpoint. Yeah. yeah. I've got another uh, another one of my clients, and they've only been with me probably for not even half the year yet. His profit is up three hundred percent. And it's up 300% because he's changed his mentality of, hey, that looks nice. Oh, yeah, I have money. Let me go ahead and buy it to actually saying, hey, what's the minimum I need to spend to run this business well? How can I bring my costs down? And, and he evaluates where am I spending? And so literally within four to five months, he has seen his profit skyrocket every mm. month. We sit down, we do his allocations, and he's got a chart there of how much his bank balances are growing. Hmm. And literally, every month his bank balances are growing by five figures. Hmm. So he's thrilled, right? Sure. He's, he, he knows he's going to hit his targets. He knows he's got more and more money. And he's happy and thrilled. So, I mean, when, when you do this, you're no longer chasing money. You're, you're making your, your decisions based on your values and your, not your bank balance. You know that everything's covered. Like he's got months of extra money sitting in his accounts so that if he doesn't sell a single dollar next month, he's got money for his paycheck. He's got uh, money to cover his expenses because he's building up these these large reserves instead of like running paycheck to paycheck and, and hmm. sale to sale. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you know, um, uh, you, you could say that it's painful, but it's really not. And, and I love the analogy that you talk about, rip off the Band-Aid. Uh, tell us more about that. So this comes out of the book in Mike was a serial entrepreneur. He was actually the guy who his company did the forensic accounting for Enron. And he said, yep, they, they definitely guilty. He sold that business and a couple other businesses and walked away with a lot of money. Thought he was the smartest businessman in the world. And within a couple years, like most business people, he hit rock bottom. He Because he was buying, you know, the fancy cars and spending money here and spending money there. And, and at the end of the day, he's like, 
I have to stop. I've literally got to rip off the Band-Aid, turn the fancy cars in, stop spending money, and letting go. And, and a lot of that, I think, is ego um, and it's vanity. We have, a, we have a saying. It's top line is vanity, bottom line is sanity, and cash flow is reality. The problem is, where do we all focus? We always focus on the top line because it's easy to say, I had a seven-figure company. I always ask, how much is left at the end of the year? You know, what is that bottom line? Do you actually have any money left? Hmm. And, you know, sometimes we have to face the music, rip off the Band-Aid and look in the mirror and realize that we are overspending. And yes, it's painful. Yes, we're going to have to make some cuts. But at the end of the day, you're going to be a lot better for it. You're going to be in a lot better shape financially, and things will be great. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Maybe be painful at first, but once you get into the culture of um, profit first, uh, you, you really can start enjoying the, the fruits of your labor and through your profitability, and you're, and you're saving it for yourself. So what are some closing thoughts you'd like to share with our, our listeners today? Rocky, we're sort of coming to the end of our time together. So number one is just do it, right? That's what Nike says. Business owners don't want to look at their financials. I get it. They don't want to deal with this. But this this concept of the envelope system, the concept of giving every dollar a job, the concept of profit first, it's so simple that people ignore it. Everybody seems to want a complicated solution to life. But life is pretty simple. The problem is doing simple is hard. So what I would suggest to people is get Mike's book you know, if this is a new concept to you, read it. If you've got, you know, questions, I'm always happy to answer them. Set up your bank accounts, follow the rhythm, and just do these simple things, and they work. I mean, if you want to lose weight, you know, we started the conversation there. The answer is diet and exercise. It's really that simple. Hmm. But doing that simple is hard, right? Everyone struggles with diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. This is essentially diet and exercise for your business. It's simple. It's proven. It works, but you've got to do it. And if you need help, then put somebody on your team to help you do this. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, it's been a great conversation today. Thank you so much, Rocky, for sharing with our audience. So you, you've mentioned Mike's uh, uh, book. Could you uh, uh, tell our audience uh, audience uh, more about uh, the name of the book uh, and, and the author? And where can our listeners learn more about the Profit Answer Man, Rocky, and implementing the Profit First system? So the book is called Profit First, and it's by Mike McAllowitz, and you can get it pretty much anywhere that you normally buy books. Uh, I partnered with Mike and he has certified me to help business owners implement the system. Cause what it's funny. So many times Mike goes out and he speaks everywhere and people will come up to him invariably and say, I've read the book twice. I've seen you speak three <laughs> times. You know, his first question is, did you open the accounts and start doing this? And their answer is no. <laughs> so you got to do it. Um, mm. What I do to help people is I have the Profit Answer Man podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find it. 
I go through every single chapter of the book and I kind of put a little bit more insights behind the why and what the most important things are. And then we share a lot about how you can implement this in your business. So, you know, listen to the podcast. If you've got questions, email me. The system works. And you'll hear tons of stories on the podcast from people who've done it and how well it's turned out for them. And so my website is profitcomesfirst.com. All right. Well, Rocky, thank you for being our guest on Family Business Today. I, I, I know that our listeners are, are learning some things about Profit Comes First, and we hope that they will uh, begin to implement some of these things. And certainly, if they have questions or need assistance, that they can reach you. So to learn more about Profit Comes First, visit Rocky's website at www.profit dot profitcomesfirst.com and also listen to Rocky's podcast Profit Answer Man uh, at www.profitanswerman on your uh, favorite uh, uh, site whether it be iTunes or Spotify or Google uh, Podcasts. Thanks again Rocky for being with me. Thank you so much Greg for having me. It was a pleasure. It was awesome. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for the Family Business Today podcast. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business located in Nashville, Tennessee, our passion is to help families create a positive environment where their family thrives, their business performs, and one day they can celebrate a successful transition. Whether you're a business owner looking to grow your family business or you're wanting to prepare to someday sell or transition the business to the next generation, check out our free resources on our website at www.tncfb.com. If you want to talk to a family business consultant, schedule a 15-minute no-cost call about your specific family business issues by sending us an email to info at tncfb.com. If you want to talk, we will listen. So until next time, thanks for joining us. 